Hello, and welcome to The Popcorn Isn't Real, a podcast where we talk about all things fan theory regarding film. I'm Leif Eric, and this is Torvald. That's me. And today we're going to be discussing Return to Oz. So, you got Return to Oz on your mind. Why don't yeah. we discuss the original? <laughs> why don't we skip straight to the sequel? I mean, the reason why is because Return to Oz is just a, a really better movie overall. right it's yes it's a it's a really good movie um it's i, I mean we're already I, losing listeners <laughs> i don't think most people would agree with that okay, well it doesn't matter because we're we're catering to a specific audience uh, it's just us <laughs> <laughs> you got it um, no so it's it's like i think it's one of the like best films ever made. I'd put it in my top 10 of films of all time. What's your top 10 films of all time? Uh, Shaolin soccer, almost heroes, well. <laughs> top secret. <laughs> oh, no, now we're losing all of our audience. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, we're just telling it like it is. <laughs> I don't think any of those movies are in my top 10, but they're close. Dude, um, every single one of those is in my top. I mean, almost here is in my top one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most people wouldn't even put it on the top list of Chris Farley films. <laughs> well, I'm not most people. Basically, what's great about Return to Oz, first of all, it was a complete failure. And while you're watching it, you understand why. Because they created a psychological thriller slash horror when they were supposed to be making a sequel to The Wizard of Oz, right? And I'm glad that they did that, um, that they well, ignored... who did that? Who, who wrote and who directed this movie? So Walter Murch directed this movie. It was the start and basically end of his career as a director wow. um, because <laughs> it absolutely Murch. failed. And but he's but, so good. Right. Well, I mean, what I was saying is that I'm really glad that he ignored all logic and made a psychological horror instead of a kid's film because it's a good film. But anyway, so as we're saying, it's a movie about trauma. So unlike the Judy Garland version where everything ends happy and she's like, oh, and you were there and you were there. This one shows just immediately from the get go, the aftermath of the hurricane. Dorothy, she can't sleep at night. She's up at 3 a.m. They're in the process of building their house. Aunt M, uh, who I always want to call Aunt May, is worried because they have a mortgage. Uncle Henry's leg is broken, so he can like barely move around. So right, like from the very beginning, this is showing like real problems, real trauma, not the fake like happy that we had in the Judy Garland version. Can I just say I love how the in this movie, they also do the you were there and you were there. But in this movie, the people being there is not good. <laughs> like they're, they're not her oh, friends nope. on, you know, in the real world or in her mind. <laughs> Whereas right. in the first movie, everyone she met was someone she liked, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So obviously the whole like theory, it was all in her head. That That's not the fan theory I'm going with. Of course it was all in her head. That's confirmed. That's confirmed by the original Judy Garland one. And like, it's definitely like very much hammered down on in this one that it is all in her head. head. My theory is that Dorothy's uh, entire fantasy that she goes through during this film is all an effort by her subconscious to alleviate the guilt she feels in the part she played for the death 
of another patient who was at the doctor's office where she goes to. Yeah, but I'm I'm just like, where are you even getting this? Like, where is it from? The scene where uh, where she shows up in her room and is petting the pumpkin. <laughs> like, is where where are you even getting that she ever interacted with uh, with that girl? I forget her name. Um, uh, Ozma. Well, yeah, world. we don't. So we don't know her real name, right? She's Ozma in the land of Oz. Dorothy is taken by Aunt Em to this facility, this hospital. I mean, it's just like a little house, a doctor's office, um, where Dr. Worley is going to use electricity to take all the memories out of her head and make it so she can sleep. electroshock therapy. And so the first time Dorothy sees Ozma is when she's looking at the reflection of the electroshock therapy machine, which is what becomes TikTok. And then she turns around and Ozma is looking through a window. The next time Dorothy sees her, Dorothy is in her room and she's looking in a window and then Ozma's reflection shows up again. She turns around and Ozma is and standing Ozma's in there. Right, Ozma's with a there. Pumpkin. Right. And with a pumpkin, which she gives to Dorothy. There's kind of like almost an implication that like maybe Ozma she's supposed to feel a little bit magical. Like, how did she get in the room? You know? But like the door isn't locked. A minute later, Dorothy goes to the door and looks looks like she. you can open the door and look outside. So it's very possible that there's. this is just another patient there. This is another little girl who just came in. She was quiet. Yeah, she likes to give people pumpkins. She's not wearing any shoes, so she would be very sneaky, right? So anyway, she is the only person who, like, we don't necessarily know who her real-world counterpart is, right? She's Ozma in the fantasy, but, like, my theory is that she was a real person in reality, right? Like, that little girl who came in wasn't Ozma. It was someone, okay? Probably a little girl. Can I just ask a yeah. clarifying question? Yes. So you said that you believe that um, just, you know, as the, like, the, uh, the broad view of your theory, you said that you believe that Dorothy was involved in Ozma's death, right? And yes. So that's why... Okay. So uh, you're saying that Ozma's death has traumatized Dorothy. That's why she's having uh, some bad dreams and stuff. That's why she's... No, no, no. Imagining no. this whole... We Oz. haven't gotten to Ozma's death yet. Ozma is still alive. Okay, okay. sorry. I'm, I'm skipping ahead. You continue then. Right, no, but that's a good clarifying question. At the beginning, Dorothy is just, just having issues because of head trauma because she was in a tornado, right? So that's the reason why she hallucinated this whole fantasy world of Oz and why she can't sleep at night, etc. What happens is that the evil lady and the wheeler, the orderlies who become wheelers, they take her and they're going to do the electroshock therapy on her and then there is a power outage um, and of course Dorothy has been strapped down onto the gurney at this point, but then this little girl, who we're going to call Ozma even though that's probably not her name, she frees Dorothy and she's like we have to get out of here really quick and so they run and there's people chasing them and they hide in these like lab coats for a sec and then they get outside during a massive storm right and the whole time this woman who later becomes Mombi she uh, is chasing them right we're seeing this from Dorothy's perspective she seems like a villain she seems evil right but really she's a person who is concerned because two little girls that she's in charge of taking care of are getting away into a big storm. And what happens? Well, they fall into an overflowing river. The woman, Mombi, she falls into the river as well, but she doesn't go down the stream, right? Like Dorothy and Ozma are both taken down the stream and they uh, they hold on to a piece of 
something. We don't know what it is yet, but it just looks like a piece of wood. And then Ozma sinks, as does Dorothy. Then Dorothy comes back up and she has like the, the chicken coop thing has turned over so that Dorothy can get into it and floats away. We never see Ozma again. Right? No, Ozma dead. So Ozma drowned just then. Now, Dorothy, who ends up losing consciousness and waking up in Oz, her mind is racked by guilt. Even though you could argue this isn't necessarily her fault, like Ozma was this other crazy patient who freed her and they ran away together. She's a little girl and she just saw another little girl die. So she's very traumatized at this point. So this entire fantasy story that she concocts through, throughout the film is all an effort of her subconscious just to protect her from that guilt and blame someone else and in the end make her feel like she wasn't responsible and it's okay. I, I see what you're saying, but I guess my rebuttal is mostly based on the fact that Dorothy found a key and was having dreams and was imagining all that stuff before she ever met Ozma, before any of this happened. So Ozma dying is not what made Dorothy crazy if you're saying Dorothy's crazy. Right, Dorothy right, right, no. crazy before. Yeah, no, right. I'm not saying this is what made Dorothy crazy. Dorothy is already crazy. I'm saying that this story, like the, the story that happens throughout this film, is her subconscious brain's attempt to protect her from this crippling guilt of right. possibly and having yeah caused someone's what death. What I'm saying is it seems like she was on her way back to Oz anyway in her head, right? Yes. So she didn't really need a reason. <laughs> she didn't well, really need a but dead like friend she did, to get her there. She kind of needed a reason. Like she's trying to get people to believe her about Oz, you know? Like she can't she can't go back there herself. She doesn't know how, right? No. So it takes another trauma, you know, this time not a hurricane, but a different storm to cause the traumatic experience that makes her brain create a new uh, situation. From my point of view, it was unnecessary. I think her head was going to take her back to Oz as soon as she got to the hospital. She seemed like she already was thinking and dreaming and planning about like Oz, right? Like that's the whole reason. She wouldn't have gone to the hospital if she was healthy. She wouldn't have gone to the yes. hospital for electroshock therapy to, like the doctor said, get all those bad dreams out of your head. Right. Like, I mean, it seems like like ignoring the first movie, if we think of Return to Oz on its own, it seems like she's a girl who is having constant fantasies. Right. Like she's a girl who is always in her own world or always right. waking up screaming with nightmares. Right. Like it's such a big problem that her family, which, as you said, is dealing with whatever problems. Right. Like they just had a hurricane, they have broken legs, all this stuff. They're paying to have her undergo expensive electroshock therapy. I'm just saying from the perspective of this movie, I don't think we needed a big traumatic event to make this girl crazy. I think she was already crazy. <laughs> but with that in mind, it's not a stretch to say there's no evidence that she didn't imagine Ozma. <laughs> right? Like nothing right. in there implies that Ozma was real. Right, nothing but implies like, that she wasn't in her head. But nothing in the real world, as far as we know, is fake, right? Like there's nothing, there are no talking animals, right? They're, 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 the people from Oz aren't just wandering around in the real world. So like, I don't think that they're, her 
brain is not necessarily mixing reality and fantasy. It's either in reality or she completely dissociates and goes into the fantasy, right? Like she, she's not like, uh, in a constant flux between the two mistaking them. Like she knows the difference between Oz and the real world. And also like the reason that Aunt M gives for taking her to the doctor is not like, Oh, she's always going to her own little fantasy world. It's that like, she's just not sleeping at night. Right. And we see her at the very beginning. She's not thinking she's in Oz. She's just laying there wide awake. Like she's got issues, but I don't think she's imagining she's in Oz right there. Um, and Aunt M's whole reason for taking her to the doctor is because Dorothy is no use to her anymore. Like Dorothy can't work cause she's tired cause she doesn't sleep anymore. So they're mostly trying to fix that problem of the, the sleep issue. Yeah. Right. Like Dr. Worley in this movie is depicted not necessarily as a legit doctor, but more as like a snake oil salesman, you know? So it seems like they didn't have a lot of options either. Like they may not have had the option of sleeping pills. When you see their town, it's really tiny, right? Like this is literally the only doctor in town. And yeah, he's got electroshock robots. That's how he, he doesn't have pills. Mm hmm. One thing that I think supports this theory during the actual events of the fantasy, that it's sort of her brain trying to convince her she didn't kill someone and that someone else, namely Dr. Worley or the, the, the place where she was, is responsible. I think that there is evidence to support that in the film itself in that everything Dorothy does in this film is bringing things to life. So she meets TikTok and she winds him up and brings him to life. Then she meets Jack and she has to tie him together and bring him to life. And then with the gump, she literally has to go get powder of life and bring him to life, right? Yeah. Whereas the Gnome King is doing the exact opposite, right? He turned everyone into stone, so they were alive. He's making them dead. Mm -hmm. Then he's later turning everyone into ornaments. They were alive and he's making them dead, right? Yeah. Now, there's something interesting that I noticed while watching it is that every single time that the Gnome King turns one of her friends into an ornament, he becomes more real. So he starts off as stop motion. And mm. then he becomes a guy, but yeah. like his beard is still like foam latex. It's not a real beard. Yeah. But then after the next person gets turned, he has like a real beard. And he says to Mombi that as soon as Dorothy gets turned into an ornament, there won't be anyone left who remembers Oz and he'll become a real human being is what he says. Ooh. So it's an odd thing that they have in there that never exactly pays off. What I think it's supposed to be representing is Dorothy's fear of Dr. Worley taking away her fantasy. And once he takes away her fantasy, then he's real, right? Like then the reality is what's real. Once everyone forgets about Oz. That's interesting. It doesn't directly support your theory. No, it doesn't, but, <laughs> but it is interesting, interesting. So I wanted to mention it. <laughs> no, no, you keep going. I'm just, I'm just, uh, but going along know, with the life an and here. <laughs> yes, no, you're right. I just, I just really like that, that bit. Yeah, yeah, but, no, um, it's a cool point. So going along with the life and death thing, like Dorothy wants to convince herself, like she's bringing things to life. She didn't do it. She didn't kill anyone. And yeah. the ultimate symbol for life, I would say, is an egg. 
And what kills the gnome king is this egg. No, it's so chickens. He, like, he doesn't, I mean, it just happened to be an egg, but he's specifically right, right. But like, allergic if, to chickens. Chickens are poison. But like, I would say that this, this egg, like eggs represent life, the life that Dorothy took. And by swallowing the egg, he takes, he's taking the guilt that threatened know. to I destroy think her. I swallowing your own eggs here. She is making, her brain is making him into the ultimate scapegoat. Yeah. So that she can move on with her life. Like it's his fault, not her. They were at his clinic and, you know, that was his patient. She ran away. It's not Dorothy's fault. Yeah. Well, to be now, fair, I mean, if, if what you say is true, then it is his fault because. Right. It is. <laughs> he's just letting minors <laughs> run around unattended. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, no matter what, it's his fault. I'm, but I'm no, like, I, from the I perspective know, of a young I child, you might, you know, you don't. Yeah. So she saves everyone. She goes back to Oz. She's, she's going to be made the queen. Um, but then Ozma shows up, yeah. right? Ozma shows up in a mirror and Dorothy helps her come out of the mirror. Dorothy has to reach in and pull her out. Now, here's an interesting symbol. When Dorothy reaches in and pulls her out, the mirror becomes water. Yeah. Which is what killed Ozma, right? And so the mirror becomes water. So this is Dorothy again trying to overcome that guilt. She's resurrecting Ozma in her mind. Or right? saving her, she, like pulling her. Yeah, out she's saving. Right. Yeah. She's making a reality where it's not her fault. Ozma didn't die. And like I didn't, you know, maybe I didn't save her in the real life, but I'm saving her here. And then, interestingly enough, and this one I think is the the biggest evidence of all is that when Ozma is wishing Dorothy back to the real world and everything is starting to turn bright and Dorothy is saying goodbye goodbye everyone goodbye she looks over at Ozma and there's just a shot of Ozma staring at Dorothy looking really sad she's just got kind of this sad look on her face and then superimposed over her face is water reflecting water, rippling, reflecting water gets superimposed over her face. But that's just the special effect that they use to imply a transition from Oz to the real world. I would say no. <laughs> I would say <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like, yeah, okay, why, why not? here's the thing. Well, as an editor, when Dorothy wakes up, she is next to water. Yeah. So as an editor, it would make not, perfect out in a storm right. in a river. Yeah, she's she's on the side of a river. As an editor, it would make perfect sense to have Ozma's face, then superimpose water, have the water fade up, have Ozma fade out, and then cut to a shot of water that you have just faded to, right? And then show that Dorothy is right next to that water. Okay, that would make sense, right? Like Dorothy's staring at water, so she saw water. But they don't do that. What they do is they superimpose water over her face, over Ozma's face, and then they fade all of that out. Ozma and the water go out. And then we fade to clouds. We fade to just this long shot through the clouds, like a helicopter shot just flying through the clouds. And then we go to mountains and we go to the countryside, et cetera, et cetera. And then finally we show Dorothy on the side of the river. We don't even really get any shots of water, right? So like yeah. I'm saying that Dorothy is looking back at her and saying, you know, this is the last, like that, that would have been her last memory was Ozma 
under the water, drowning. And she's looking back. She's seeing Ozma's sad face. She's seeing the water superimposed over her face. This whole effort was to convince herself that she didn't do it. But at the last minute, she's kind of remembering the reason she was there to begin with, right? Because she's coming back to reality. But that's, that's, that's not the last time she sees Ozma. Right. That's not the last time she sees Ozma. So the next thing I was going to get into is... Now, this is going to get into like MK Ultra brainwashing conspiracy theory stuff, which we're obviously not going to get into. But like the idea that when you suffer a traumatic experience, you dissociate, which we know Dorothy does. And that in that dissociative state, you create another personality. Mm-hmm. And that personality is supposed to protect you from the trauma. So at the end, when Dorothy is about to go back, she wishes that she could be in both places at once. So we're, we're back in Oz. Uh, before that shot where the water shows up over Ozma's face, Dorothy wishes she could go back, uh, she could be in both places at once because she's crafted this comfortable yes. world here where she doesn't have to face the tragedy of real life. Fortunately for her, she can be in two places at once or if her subconscious creates a split personality. Ozma represents that split personality, right? So like in order to bring Ozma back to life, what she actually does is she creates a split personality of herself and her split, her other personality is Ozma or what she imagined Ozma to be. Like this beautiful queen who everyone loves, right? Um, Even though it was a person that in real life she didn't even know. I feel like the resurrected Ozma is Dorothy theory holds true because she pulls her out of the mirror. And also every other time she saw her was in a mirror and Ozma was trapped in mirrors, right? Like it is Dorothy. I mean, I I disagree there. Like I, I think that this supports a completely different theory, which would be my theory of what Ozma is, which is that Ozma was just uh, another side of Dorothy's personality all along, right? Like I would say Ozma was always in Dorothy's head and she was trying to pull Dorothy back into Oz, right? Like she was trying to lead yeah. Dorothy to Oz. She was the part of her Dorothy's personality that wanted her to escape. She wanted Dorothy to mm-hmm. go into, you know, her safe world where she could be whatever she wanted to be and she could meet, you know, fantastic creatures and people. Anyway, I mean that that's what I see it as, is that yeah, Ozma was her her split personality the entire time. And then I see the ending as her leaving that part of herself behind, right? Like she says, I wish I could be in both places, but I can't. I have to choose one. And this place right. is yours. That place is mine. I'm splitting from Oz and I'm going to live in the real well, world. But see, that's that's the interesting thing about the end is that Ozma grants Dorothy's wish to be in two places at once. She says Dorothy can use a mirror to look in on them whenever she wants. Yeah. And all she has to do is say the word and she can come back. Basically, Dorothy's subconscious has created this safe dissociative space that she can use to escape any future trauma, right? Like the first time in the Judy Garland Oz, that was just, you know, head trauma. That wasn't like, like her, you know, who knows where that came from. But like now she, her brain, her subconscious has created this dissociative space to protect her. And she has made a way, a split personality where she can go back anytime she wants. She can dissociate. And then this split personality will take over and protect her from any real life hardship. Okay. And I feel like she in her subconscious knows that it's not real because when she does summon Ozma at the end in the mirror, at first she calls Aunt M over, but then Ozma just shakes her head and then she tells Aunt M that it was nothing. She doesn't want to destroy the fantasy she created to protect herself because she knows it's a fantasy subconsciously. And so that's why she doesn't ultimately show Aunt M, even though at the beginning she did really want to prove to everyone that Oz was real. 
I just don't see how this supports your theory of Ozma being a little girl who died. Like, this seems well, to only support the theory that Dorothy has split personalities. <laughs> right. right, right, right. But my theory is that her split personality comes from the uh, the trauma of Ozma dying. Yeah, okay. And I like so I so so my argument against Ozma was always her split personality Ozma always existed is but Dorothy didn't know who Ozma was right right no Ozma like if the Ozma scarecrow had walked out in from her wanting to get back to Oz right like Ozma's the part of her who wants to go back and that part didn't exist but, before okay. cuz she'd never been there before right 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 but like my argument against that is no other character who we see in the real world is a fake person. Yeah, that's right? true. Mm-hmm. So like, I just don't think there's any evidence to support that Ozma was a fake person in the real world. Like, I think she has to have been a real person in the real world. Okay. And then the only explanation for what happened to her is that she died. All right. Then what do you make of Belinda coming with her to Oz? Belinda the chicken is the only person who exists in both worlds besides Dorothy. I am glad you asked because that was part of my thing. Let's get into it. So I think that this actually supports the idea that her brain is creating situations to help protect her from trauma. Now, this is a very small trauma, but her brain still protects her from it anyway. At the end, Belina chooses to stay in Oz. Before going to the doctor's office, Dorothy tells Belina, she's talking to Belina, who seems to be a chicken that she really likes, Uh, She tells her that Aunt Em is planning on cooking Belina for dinner. As Dorothy seems to be very fond of Belina, I'm sure that Dorothy subconsciously suspects that Aunt Em may do this while she is gone at the doctor's office. So so that Dorothy won't make a fuss about it, right? Yeah. And since so to protect herself from the sadness of coming home and finding her favorite chicken gone, I think her mind just makes a very simple thing where like Belina just shows up out of nowhere, right? Like she, it's not like Toto. Toto was with her in the first movie. Like Belina, she left at the farm, right? Yeah. So her mind creates Belina in this fantasy because she knows Belina's probably dead at this point and then leaves her in the fantasy so that Belina can, yeah, always, so can always stay exist. alive. She's still there. Yeah. Yeah. I can get down with the Belina theory. And that's where I think that supports like, but the Belina theory, I think supports the Ozma theory because the idea that she's creating another version of this person in her mind who is alive to protect herself from realizing that that person is actually dead. Well, in that case, I think that the biggest omission, like the, the most glaring fault in your theory is just the fact that nothing recognizes Ozma as existing outside of Oz except Dorothy. Like, if there was anything you could point to that would say that Ozma exists, right? Like any person mentioning her or talking to her or looking at her, but the only person who ever interacts with her is Dorothy, which leads me to believe that Ozma is Dorothy saving herself by pulling herself into her fantasy world. Yeah. Like, I, if, well, if I do you could think... point to anyone besides Dorothy interacting with Ozma outside of Oz, <laughs> then it'd be easy to buy this theory. Right. Then that would definitely but, I mean, confirm that would, her the, existence. 100%. Yes. Then we... I mean, I think that her existence was specifically left ambiguous, but okay. I would say that at the doctor's office, yeah. we know that there are other patients yeah. because Dorothy hears people screaming. <laughs> yeah. And when Dorothy asks the caretaker woman, Mombi, what that scream was, 
Mombi, I forget exactly what she says. Uh, she just doesn't answer her or she doesn't want to talk about it or something like that. So I think that that does add at least some slight evidence that there could be other patients no, definitely. that they there don't talk about. Other patients. So and one of them could be Ozma Ozma. could be another patient. Sure. And even if she did exist, they wouldn't talk about her. No, but then it strikes me as odd that there's no follow up about the little girl who died at the hospital that night. <laughs> right. Like Dorothy just kind of goes home and everything's okay. And you know, like there's, there's no impact. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could argue maybe the hospital covered it up or maybe didn't want to bring it up, but. Right. But there is evidence that all people who exist in the real world do exist, right? Like Dorothy never imagined anyone else in the real world who didn't exist. Well, but her being real and her being imagined are both equally likely because I mean, Dorothy does imagine stuff. Yeah, but also there is the question of if Dorothy imagined Ozma yeah. helping her escape and going to Oz with her, then why does Dorothy not, why is Ozma not with her, you know, when she first arrives in Oz? Like, I think that does help to support the Ozma was a real girl who died theory because otherwise she could just keep imagining her once she gets back to Oz, right? Like, what she, she, why didn't she get into the chicken coop with her, you know? Yeah. Like, why did she just stop imagining Ozma at that point and then starts imagining her again later for no reason? I don't disagree with that, but I would like to hear what you were going to say a minute ago. So the doctor's office, it is feasible that if they had a little girl there, that they might try to cover it up and not mention it. Or at least, of course, why would they mention it to Dorothy's family, right? Like, they don't need to know. <laughs> and we know that they would certainly not have any problem doing something underhanded like this because at the end, we see the Mombi caretaker lady being taken away by the police because that doctor's office was practicing bad medicine, right? They were yeah. doing bad things. She's getting arrested. So like, even though they don't say she's getting arrested because they covered up the death of this little girl, yeah, it is yeah, possible I mean, that they could have done oh, that. I'll grant you that. Like that could be, she's getting arrested because someone died under their care, right? Like we don't right. know why she was arrested, but that's very plausible. And also Dr. Worley is said to have died because he went back, like he didn't escape the storm. He went back in to go save his machines. If going back in to save machines gets Dr. Worley killed, they're not going to specifically single out this one little girl yeah, sure. who died. No, I mean, that's right? fair. That's fair. I also want to point out that there is a deleted scene where Dorothy gets to the hospital and where she first meets Dr. Worley and he comes out and meets her and he says, well, hello there, Dottie. And then she has to correct him. She's like, my name's Dorothy. Or, or maybe it's actually her mom that corrects him. And he's like, oh, well, sure. Now, Dorothy, what can I do to make you happy? And that's exactly what the Gnome King says to her when she arrives in the Gnome Kingdom. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyway, doesn't, pretty cool. yeah, doesn't really prove much in regards to your theory, but it's possible maybe Dottie was the name of this other girl at the asylum. Or maybe he just, oh. yeah, or maybe he just, you know, yeah. read the name Dorothy and then forgot and tried to remember and said Dottie. Right. <laughs> <Doesn't>, it could <laughs> feasibly be a nickname for Dorothy, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I'm not going to read too much into that. But I thought that that, I thought maybe you'd bring that up as support that there's another little girl named Dottie who looks similar to Dorothy. <laughs> right. Thanks for that. Yeah, that, that that's exactly what it is. <laughs> well, 
as it turns out, there are a lot of deleted scenes. Oh, yeah. And there's there's one. Th- this one is the biggest confirmation of my theory. After rescuing Dorothy next to the river, Aunt M is hugging her. And then the constable drives by and asks if they've seen any sign of the other one. Uncle Henry oh. says no, <laughs> but half the party is still looking further downriver. And Aunt M says, God willing, they find her too, poor thing. Oh, I mean, <laughs> that pretty much confirms your entire theory without any chance. Yeah. Too bad deleted scenes aren't canon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's true. No, I mean, uh, if if we're gonna if we're gonna get into some conclusions, then uh, I will say that uh, yeah, of course, I fully buy your theory. Like, why wouldn't I? It's a great theory. I mean, I love it. <laughs> I wouldn't argue with that. It's great. It's perfect. I mean, clearly, um, I would even say I would take it a step further and say probably the best proof for your theory, which you didn't really like harp on this, is that Dorothy, as far as I remember. She is strapped down. She could not free herself. Somebody right. had to have yeah. freed her. Dude, <laughs> so no, you're right. If, I really, I really should have brought yes, that. Yes, you up. should have. <laughs> no, if Ozma is a figment of Dorothy's imagination, trying to quote unquote drag her back to Oz, then how did she free herself? <laughs> she right. couldn't have. Yeah, no, that is. <laughs> you're right. That is the best evidence to support the existence <laughs> of this person. But also worth noting, so in the cut of the film that was aired on Disney TV, which is the cut that we watched as kids since we had ours taped as, from TV, yeah. they actually had less scary stuff than like the version you can now watch on, oh, I think, on Disney+. Really? Plus, I think there are less shots of the heads, like Mombi's heads in the glass cases. Wow. Although there, there are still some, right? <laughs> so it's still scary, but there's less. Um, uh, there are less sh- shots of headless Mombi when she's looking around trying to find a head. Hey. Do you have any thoughts on Mombi's head switchingness? <laughs> like, does that factor into your theory at all? Because that seems to be a pretty big well, part of the movie. That sure, just doesn't I really. Mean, yeah, <laughs> doesn't really. I can make something up. <laughs> no, clearly this has to do with what Dorothy's brain is doing, which is creating these split personalities to protect herself, oh. right, from something she doesn't want to know. Which Mombi switches heads, and Jack uh, Jack Pumpkinhead says that the only reason he's still alive is. Because Mombi hasn't worn the head that she was wearing when she put him in there, so she doesn't remember. So it it totally deals in with the theme of like creating different personalities, so you don't remember the, uh, something that you don't. Yeah, that's remember. true. But then why is it the evil person in her imagination world doing it? Right. Well, this isn't like necessarily. It doesn't necessarily have to make sense plot wise. It's just thematically related. Like they're surrounding everything. And speaking of things that are thematic. Oh, wait, sorry. But, but I was talking about <laughs> the, the Disney cut. Okay. So one telling cut though, is they remove the part where Ozma, the girl in the beginning releases Dorothy from the restraints of the clinic in the Disney TV. Cut. Oh. So they'll be like, why would they remove that? Yeah. It's not scary. Unless, as we surmised, it proves that, that Ozma <laughs> is real and proves that she dies yeah, in the river. There's really a little girl there who helped, helped her. <laughs> wow, that's pretty good. And then just some some interesting notes. The chicken coop that she floats away in in the river is actually at her farm at the beginning. Like, it's just, like, against the okay. side of the house. I don't think that really helps no, my theory. No, I was going to say, that just <laughs> makes it less, uh, <laughs> that makes it less yeah. reliable. Now, another thing that does not help my theory... When Ozma first shows up in Dorothy's room at the clinic, Ozma knows Dorothy's name. Uh-oh. And I 
don't think she's ever been told it. Although she was skulking outside the That's little true. window she was when um, Ozma was talking. Yeah, she could have heard. Dorothy's so she speech. could have heard. Like we don't know how soundproof that little window yeah. was. So it is possible. But it's that part is meant to be. I think a little creepy that she knows her name. Yeah. Okay, but here's another interesting note. In her room at the clinic, there is an illustration on her wall. Yeah. And it has a picture of two girls near a tree. One is brunette and one is blonde. So Dorothy and Ozma. Yeah. And the caption on the illustration says, I will give you rest. Oh. So like <laughs> thematically, this is what Dorothy is doing after, you know, for the rest of the movie after Ozma dies. She's trying to give Ozma rest in a way by resurrecting her and also give herself rest from the guilt she feels. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> just another thematic, you know, little nod they put in there. Cause you know, this is what they intended, of course. No, it's a, it's a good theory. And I think, yeah, clear. It's clear. <laughs> so I think it's officially confirmed and I'm pretty sure Walter Murch would be happy right now. Dude, Write him a letter. Ask him. <laughs> I mean, do it. But no, I, I agree with you. I mean, uh, of course, it's a great theory. Um, you've won me over. I don't see how I could possibly dispute okay. it any longer. Give me how many thumbs up do I get? Uh, all of them. How many can oh, I give you? Two? <laughs> oh, two, uh, two yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, two thumbs up. I all mean, right. I think it makes it just makes perfect sense, right? Like I, I especially liked um, what you got into about uh, Belina because um, I hadn't thought that deeply about Belina. I had only thought superficially as far as like, hey, Belina is in Oz and she's the only real person who came to Oz. So that proves that real people other than Dorothy can be in Oz. But no, you're right. If she was dead, then of course she can be in Oz. So, Dude, one might say the chicken is all in her head. You and might say the chicken isn't real. Right. <laughs> the chicken <laughs> is the popcorn. But <laughs> what, what? One character in that movie literally goes inside of another person's head. <laughs> Whoa, dude, it's Belina. Dude. Dude, she, they put her in Jack's head. She's, she's yep. all, she all in his head. head. <laughs> like, well, also, why, why else did they do that? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that, <laughs> I guess. Well, then what's Jack? <laughs> like, well, I mean, he's Jackson, also. So right, it's like but, an inception thing. Right, Jack's he's in, in her head. Dorothy's head, and <laughs> Belina's in Jack's head. Whoa. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been an episode of the popcorn isn't real. Um, good, uh, good theory there. Uh, I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. Cool. Thank you. Yep. See you next time for more. The popcorn isn't real. See ya. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Opening music for this episode was provided by Christine. If you want to see how our theory holds up, we provide links in the episode description where you can enjoy the media we discuss. And if you like our podcast, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on whatever platform you get your podcasts. And remember, the popcorn isn't real. <laughs>